Hi, how you doing? I'm walking on top of Cabbage Hill, which is about the most Yorkshire name you can get for a, a summit. Walking Laurie, my dog, in, well, it's drizzle. We're in October now here in the UK, two days into October to be specific, and it's well and truly autumnal. The summit is over, much as I want summer to carry on forever. Maybe, maybe you do too. The sunshine, the warmth, the possibility, the being able to leave the house without thinking about what you're wearing. You're like, oh, I'm comfortable, that'll be enough. Instead of having to pack an umbrella and a spare coat, a hat, warm change of clothes, such is the way in Britain. And uh, this this little short post is just completely spur of the moment. Um, I thought I'd talk a little bit about the weather because I've noticed in... Um, this has happened in session a couple of times with clients where we generally you, you get into the room and people will and you you say how you are and people will talk about the weather before we get into the deeper stuff. We're English after all. Um, at least the clients I'm referring to are English and it's often the weather when you say, oh yeah, just, yeah, I don't like it when it rains. I prefer it when it's sunny and it's like, yeah. And then we talk about how the weather kind of can often either reflect a mood or even prompt or create a mood i think it's a thing in in um literature casting my mind back to a level english literature which is i think it's is it sympathetic sympathetic prophecy pathetic pro- fallacy there we go halfway there something like that and it's where when authors wrote books especially in the kind of victorian era they would often use the weather to create a sense of foreboding or to set the tone for the environment and that would then influence the characters and the moods and the events of what unfolded in the plot and that's kind of what's going on i think it's kind of a two-way thing it feeds us and yeah it influences us and uh, we can often project our hopes and need to for things to be different than the way they are onto the weather and i've noticed that at least in the kind of people i work with we kind of do feel affected by I mean, this is, this is scientific fact, right? That people are affected by sunlight and the, the absence of sunlight and the length of the daylight hours and that can all affect your mood, definitely. And having a preference for sunny days when you favour possibility and warmth and, um, yeah, the inclination to get out and do stuff, if it's rainy and cold and wet, you just kind of, you're sort of, uh, grounded and it's tricky to, uh, be inspired to get out. Not for everyone. I have met people. Um, <laughs> I was going to say weird people then, but just people different to me who say that they love a rainy day. You know, for various reasons. You know, I've, I've met one person who just loves getting their, their raincoat on and their wellies or just going out and just getting soaked. Or other people like just being cosy and indoors and taking shelter and, you know, get hunkering down when the weather's kind of um, stormy or cold and snowy and that. I kind of like a snow day. I like that cozy feeling of snow day. I think what I personally object to, which is what prompted this po- this podcast episode, was um, I'm going to call it non-weather, which is kind of what's going on right now. If I look, I'm stood on a playing field. I'm on a, a muddy sort of touch line at the edge of a, a football pitch and Laurie, my dog, is about, I don't know, 50 yards ahead of me getting himself in a mischief as per. And I'm looking... I can sort of, it's all one palette of grey, 
not one palette, it's all one tone of grey. The, the, there's no division between the, it just kind of, it's grey and then it's the ground, you know, where I am. And as far as I look up and around, it, it is just grey, there's no, no clouds. It's not cold, but it's not, it's not warm. And it's not wet as in soaking, but also it's certainly not dry. It's just this kind of everything non-weather. And it's like being beneath a giant duvet that isn't even a comforting one. It's just a kind of soggy, drab duvet. It's like just grey as well. Greys, even, like, even black, you can take black. You know where you stand with black. It's kind of cool, isn't it? It's kind of rock. It's metal. It's, it's goth, you know? It's the unknown. It's space. That's, you know, if it was black and night, that's different. But, you know, where are you with grey? <laughs> it's not, it's not white. It's not black. It's just a bit of both. And it's in the middle. And it's just not very exciting and not very inspiring. And that's what I'm feeling right now. There's a, it's not, you can't even call it rain. Do you know what I mean? It's just, whatever this is falling now from the sky, it's not rain. It's just, it's not, I don't know what you describe it. It's almost like the sky is just gently weeping because it can't offer anything better in exchange for a meteorological system above my head. Um, so that's where I'm at with the weather and it leaves me feeling just, ah, uh, here's the pathos bit. I was talking before about f- prophetic fallacy. Hello, boy. I'll always come to check in. He's a little ray of sunshine, aren't you? My little hairy moonbeam. Um, what was I going to say? Yeah, Monday. It's Monday. I'm feeling kind of... Am I feeling like the weather? Or did the weather create this feeling? Who's... No. I, de- I doubt... I think it's probably both, you know. I think we do have this kind of relationship with our environment and nature. And the weather and the seasons. The more, the, the, the more I kind of go into this... You've heard me maybe talking about seasonal living and how I try and sort of check in with my moods and I can sort of say I'm in winter or I'm in spring or whatever like I think the more I go into this and realize how helpful it is and how accurate it is about the way our internal clock ticks our moods our motivations our energy the more I think yeah do you know it's a two-way thing we're kind of in this weird synchronicity with the environment around us the weather especially it's one of the last few things isn't it of the natural environment that that can kind of still affect us because we've concreted everything else, haven't we? There's no trees left, at least not in the least city centre. There's very little in the way of parks. So when you want that kind of, that link to nature, you might be able to find a tree in a park. I'm exaggerating there. But if there's just cars and houses, you know, and um, pylons and concrete and pavements and buildings... And, you know, glass and steel, that, that, that's fairly, pretty stable. You know, it's unchanging, it's a consistent, it's there all the time. Whereas the nature I'm seeing around me now, the weather, it does shift and it does change and it does influence us. Which brings me on to a podcast I'm about to do shortly, which is all about, um, this too shall pass right now on Monday. This mundaneness I'm feeling, this kind of, Oh, gosh, it's a heaviness. It's that back-to-school feeling. It's like a kind of, oh, heavy kind of, yes. It's almost like a slight sadness. And it feels like, I was describing it to a friend this morning, Mondays to me feel like everyone kind of slowed down to the same sort of relaxed pace 
for the weekend and there was a sense of kind of joy and hope and relaxation and then when we get to Monday it feels like everyone then just races back into the week and gets on and almost races away from me leaving me um sort of uh feeling a little bit left behind because I yeah I feel like I, I don't quite want to, I'm not ready to race ahead so I give myself Mondays off these days that's been my kind of it's not a solution I was just bailed on it basically but yeah Mondays are gentler for me but I still get that back to school feeling I still get that kind of left behind feeling I still get that it's a melancholy you know and it's just a story attached to it but um yeah I'll save that for another podcast that'll be a joyful one for you to listen to me wandering around being melancholy on a Monday but there we are um and the weather today, yeah, it does, it does, it does mimic that, that melancholy very much. It's kind of, oh, well, what is this? What do you want it to be? There's like, there's, 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 there's no sign that this is going to change. It just feels like this is going to be it forever. And it's just this kind of, this grey continuum of melancholy. Is it oppressive above me? It's wet and it's cold and it's grey. Yeah, that is kind of oppressive, isn't it? It's certainly not inspiring. And it's certainly not evoking much in a way of hope. I can see us, I can see some clouds in the distance. So it will pass, it will change, won't it? It'd be nice to see a little glimmer of sunshine. Um, I'm sure countless songs have been written about that, haven't they? Sunshine after the rain and that was the one, uh, was it Bluebird? You know which one. Put it on after this, have a sing song with that. But, um, yeah, when the, when it's grey and cloudy and it's overcast or whatever, when there's a break and you see the sunshine come through, it just it is. It's 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 the age-old metaphor, isn't it, of the hope in the kind of the the mundanity, the mediocrity, the nothingness of just what existence can be. Sometimes, jeez, Chris, what what's that all about? I don't know. This has turned into some sort of weird cathartic therapy session, which I never intended it to be. What did I intend this to be? It was just, ah, oh, hmm, I'm affected by the weather. Are you affected by the weather too? Isn't that funny? And also, I guess it was a kind of petition. Like, I think I'm writing a letter to whoever's in charge of the weather and to just say, can we, can we have some weather, please? Because this isn't weather. This is, n- this is everything non-weather. It's sort of, yeah, please, can we have just some variety? I think that's what it is. It's variety. It's needing this. It's needing. I, I can take heavy storms. I can take massive thunderous downpours. I can take that. That's like, yeah, I know what you are. I get the measure of you. You know, I can take roasting hot days. I can take snowstorms. I can take just snowing. Love that. You know, I can take a frosty morning. There's nothing more beautiful than a frosty, crisp, bright English winter day. They're magnificent days, but it's not even that. Like, it's like I can't get the edges of what this is above me right now because there are no edges. It's just this flat greyness. There's nothing sharp. There's nothing dull about it. It just, uh, all right, so what are you going to do then? Can't even make your mind up, can you? Are you raining? No, you're not raining. But also, you're not going to keep me dry. (sighs) Now it's gotten to moaning rant. I didn't intend to go here either. I think I'm getting circular now, which is usually a good point at which to shut up. So I'm going to leave you with this uh, this short little reflection of the weather and the natural environment, which is big for me, and it seems to be big for the people I work with. It's certainly big for me and Ellie, who you might have heard on here, maybe the last episode where I had a chat with Ellie about this. We're big on this. 
connection with nature and getting into your body in the outdoors. And it's very much about that, what we, what we witter about on here. Um, and leave you with a thought. Yeah. How affected are you by the weather? Are you one of those maniacs who are happy when it's like this? You know? Um, you're not a maniac, sorry. It's all right. You're absolutely welcome to feel the way you do about the weather. And I'm going to welcome it as well. And I'm going to take the lesson, which is for me, I think, oh, wanting things to be any other way than the way they are again, which I will, I am doomed to bump into again and again and again and again. It's that urge to change things and make them better. That's just the way it is. But also, accepting things the way they are. I can't change the weather. What a ridiculous thing to write a letter to someone who controls the weather to change it. That's not going to happen. So yeah, just welcoming it. Welcoming it, even though I don't want it to be this way, and accepting it for the way it is. Hello, boy. Lori's just come back, and we're sheltering under what I think is a... I think it's a beech tree, actually. I'm not sure. Yes, it's probably a beech tree. And now, as o- almost as if in s- to spite me, <laughs> or maybe even to just in by, by way of reply to my letter that I just penned to uh, the weather gods, it's now actually raining. <laughs> this too shall pass. Everything changes. It's raining now. It's com- comprehensively raining as well, not just like spitty, spitty, fine stuff. It's If I look at something dark, I can see the rain droplets falling from the sky. I'm defining rain now. I imagine you know what rain is and you know what rain looks like, so time to shut up. Thank you, good people. Thank you, you, for listening. As ever, you can get me on Instagram, Chris Kenworthy, same on LinkedIn, or drop me a message, chris at chriskenworthy.co.uk. It's always nice to hear if you've got any feedback, or if you've got me on WhatsApp, just have a chat there. Tell me, uh, Tell me to stop shouting at the clouds. Because it doesn't make any difference. All right, bye. Love you. Bye. Laurie, come. Good boy.